The following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it? Because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down! Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Networks Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Ah, yes. As they say, they would like to know what time is it. It's time for Image Home Improvement Live right here every week for your listening pleasure, as they say. Good morning, Dan. How you doing? Doing great. Got my first cup of coffee in hand. Oh, boy. <laughs> Look out. The first one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh I... no, wait a minute. This is number three. Oh, <laughs> lost count already. Look yep. at this. Unbelievable. Well, we've got a great show planned for you. You know, every week we talk about a lot of different things and uh, we have a little bit of fun with uh, the man behind the sneeze guard, Blade. How you doing, buddy? Oh, good. Uh, got over the NFL season-ending depression. Now just looking forward to baseball. Yeah, well, see, there you go. In fact, next week is um, opening opening week of, uh, not spring oh. training, of uh, exhibition. That's right. Yeah, so so everybody everybody who, you know, Dan. Dan All right, coming. Dan's <laughs> going to drag everybody from the West Valley over to Riverview and go and um, watch the Cubbies play. You betcha. 25 bucks a ticket. That's just. Ridiculous. That's just a little and I bit. Was, and I was, I was having a fit when I was much younger <laughs> at 250 At 250 Yeah, yeah they were. Yeah. At, yeah. In my day, they were $5. What were they in your day, Steve? Ah, <laughs> uh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, here, here we go. Right. Right. They, no, they, they were using the Coliseum. Wait a minute. <laughs> they didn't have they didn't have stadiums in those days. Were you were you in the outfield peeking through the little hole? Yeah. You know, they used to. We used to think about doing that. You know, when I lived in Chicago for six years, you know, and I couldn't believe it. You know, talking a little baseball, little sidebar here before we get started on our topic today. But, you know, when I lived in Chicago, I said, you know, I grew up in New York and everything in New York was big. You know, we had Yankee Stadium was big. Shea Stadium was big. And I, I tell you, talking about a little baseball trivia, my dad, God rest his soul, when I'll never, I'll never, uh, or I should say I'll always appreciate that he took me to the polo grounds <laughs> in New York to see the Mets play their very first uh, season, he took me because he said after that they're going to tear the stadium down. They're going to build Shea Stadium. So now here comes Shea Stadium, big Shea Stadium in Queens, all done. So here I moved to Chicago, and I'm like, wow. I said, you know, first thing I want to do because I was working near the airport. I said, we're going to go to. I got to go to a game at Wrigley Field and see the Cubs. So I get off the freeway. And, you know, being in New York, you know, the, the stadiums are right on the freeway. Okay? You could see them, right? Mm-hmm. Okay? Just yeah. like over by Dan's house where you can see the mothership from, like, <laughs> West L.A. <laughs> I mean, it's that big. So I, I, I'm, like, driving, and I'm following the signs, and it just says, you know, Wrigley Field, Wrigley Field. I'm going through this neighborhood, and I'm like, where the hell is the stadium? And then all of a sudden, I, it finally, it, like, I came down to this light, and it's right there right in front of me, and I'm like, what the hell is a stadium doing in the middle of a neighborhood? Yeah. And it's like this, the neighborhood grew around the stadium. That's right. I walked out. I got. I walked in. I'm walk, trying to find my seat. I'm walking down the steps, and I'm looking at the stadium. Granted, I've seen this big, 
you know, so used to big Yankee Stadium and Shea Stadium. I'm walking in there and I'm looking at it and I says, you know, I understand the nostalgia about Wrigley Field. However, the stadium doesn't look any bigger than Scottsdale Stadium. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's just, it just, it, as far as being big and impressive, it, no. But being nostalgic, yeah, it's pretty nostalgic. Just like when I went into, the first time I went into Fenway Park, Fenway Park now, even though that's a big statement, that green monster wall is is huge, uh-huh. okay? But, I mean, that. But when you go in there, it's like the, those are probably the two oldest stadiums that I can think of from the top of my head that are still around that are, that you know, who knows if they'll ever rebuild them or make a new one. Because where would you put Wrigley Field? You'd have to put Wrigley Field near a freeway. Right, Thank right. you very much. Field. Which would probably end up in Indiana. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Out there by the troll around. Down near Goshen, you know? The, oh, my God. Yeah, right yeah, down I was, there. I, I knew a girl down there. Oh, okay. <laughs> so did I. No, kidding. But uh, anyway. So you saw that you were at the Polo Grounds. The Polo Grounds. You know, and the one thing after I went to the Polo Grounds, the thing that I really wished I would have done, but obviously, you know, this happened before I was really able to comprehend much of life. You know, back in when I was in single digits. <laughs> wasn't, had, wasn't that? Not, had, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> they use volcano cauldrons yeah. as yeah. amphitheaters yeah, that's for right. the game. Well, that's when the gladiators were still doing the deal at uh, yeah. the Polo Grounds. That's right. And that's, you know, thir- third base was a real hitter. It was a geyser. Yeah, so right. they used the old cauldron. Are you guys, are you guys, are you guys done yet or what? Okay, I knew this show was going to be. Wasn't Charlie was, Chaplin on the uh, video screen? I feel no. like Donald Trump from the other day with everybody jumping on me. Give me a break. But knows they don't stick long. Yes, that's right. It doesn't stick long. Yeah, it's the hairspray. Right. No, but anyway, back to the polo Back grounds. to the polo grounds. No, I wish my dad would have. I wish I would have been old enough. My dad would have taken me to Ebbets Field. Yeah. Before they, the Dodgers moved out of out of Brooklyn and went to L.A. Now that would have been because I've seen pictures of it. I mean, it's it was you know when you think about it, it was just shaped differently. But the nostalgia of Ebbets Field was pretty much the same as the Polo Grounds, and they tore the Polo Grounds down and then they built those those you know high rise you know uh, projects apartments, yeah, right apartments you know. So, but no one will ever remember you know unless you know somebody was there or have pictures. Going back, in, oh, no, back no, in the where day. were the polo grounds exactly? Well, they, they were right across. There was a bridge going right across the Harlem River from Yankee Stadium, and it was right there. So the stadiums were like you could see each stadium, the original location from Yankee Stadium. It hadn't moved that much even when we built the new one, but they were right across the Harlem River, right across the bridge. How about when that? You, when you get into Manhattan, it was right there. So yeah, it was. Uh, it, you know, and then going to, growing up, you know, my dad. You know, everybody says, "Well, you Yankee fan or a Met fan." And I'm like, well, I'm you know pretty much a, a Met fan because my dad took me to every every year we would go to Shea Stadium. After that, when Shea Stadium opened, then I would always, being I was a big person into art, I'd always make a banner. And we'd always get seats on the mezzanine level, either uh, right field line or left field line, first row, right on the railing. And I'd tell my mom, make sure you watch the entire game because they'll show our banner and you'll see us on television. And every year we went... That's what happened. So, see, that's where my TV career started. Way back in, way back in the Paleolithic era. <laughs> they didn't have TVs back then. No, hey, the Flintstones had television. Oh, that's right. That's, that's right. right. So, that's right. give me a break here. All right. So, how are those brake pads doing? Cold feet. Well, you know, I try to get new ones every week. No. 
Anyway, so listen, we want to get started and talk about, you know, one of the things that we want to talk about as we're talking about a little nostalgia here, we're going to talk a little bit about... Retro tech? Retro. That's very good. I like that. We'll have to hashtag that. Retro tech. I mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about the old technology of the way homes used to be versus some of the new things that we find that have become so ingrained. You know, I saw a cartoon... Um, Last night when I was doing some show prep, which was, it was classic. It was this teacher who actually had a laptop in his hand, and there were a bunch of eager beaver, like people, students there. And he said, now this is a new device. It's called a laptop that you're able to do uh, tasks that you never even had to do or never even thought of years ago. And I'm like... Well, what is that doesn't make any sense, but it's true because when you with today's technology, like with laptops and stuff, you're doing things that 20, 30 years ago didn't exist, didn't exist. You didn't have to do. That's right. You know, but now it made work. Lord knows. I mean, you know, sit there. Oh, my God. You know, my my outlook doesn't work. You know, my Internet connections. Oh, I haven't addressed my Facebook in a week. Who cares? Back in that day, you didn't have that kind of stuff because guess what you used to do? You used to pick up the phone. What a novel idea. Ooh, and call and, call and talk to people. You know, it's just like the same when you talked, you know, like your home years and years ago. What's the one thing you remember about the house stand that you grew up in? Having one thing about the old technology. Old technology windows, storms, screens change out every spring. That's what I remember. My dad used to take me. We had them stored down in and all the, the screaming and yelling in the basement. <laughs> oh my god! And then you used to go out and you have to do that. You bring, scrape them and clean them and get them. Ready. Do the screens, but the storm windows—that was something that. And, and guess, think about that: storm windows, regular windows, and you'd put them up, and you'd put them up because you wanted to keep heat in the house. That's right. Well, guess what? That's the Paleolithic type technology <laughs> of a dual pane window. That's right. You know, because that's basically what you had. Now, granted, you didn't have the you didn't have the gases between it, and they weren't scientifically engineered to put together. But you know, that's what you kind of like were looking at way back in the day. I don't know. There were some pretty interesting gases I'd get in between the windows. Watch in, it in my bedroom. <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> Had a window uh, Dad, that would open up. Dad, we're not I, going there. I, I, I'd hide the beers up there in, in the ledge and uh, shut the window. They'd be, they'd be nice and cool. Uh, <laughs> Dan, that, oh, my dad that's the, the riot actor. That's, that's the refrigerator icebox talk for the third segment. Don't jump <laughs> your gun. No, just kidding. But, uh, no, seriously, we've got to be talking about, you know, windows, doors, some of the old t- technology, which was... You know, way before, you know, if you could call it technology, way before when we grew up, the old air conditioning technology versus some of the new stuff You've they have coolers. out now. We thought we were kings when we had that. You no, know, yeah. Oh, my God. We thought we were just living it. And if you check this out on Facebook, you saw our posting for today's show, and we've got the old technology, new technology. And even going back, for instance, going back, looking at some of the old law and orders that were on television, and you see the haircuts and the ties. Well, well, besides that, you know, that in Manhattan, okay, phone booths. When's the last time you saw a phone booth? Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, oh my god! I mean, they've got like they're they're gone. They're well, gone. You know, it's and they, a good thing. You're talking about a germ transmission station. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. 
But, you know, when times of need and you needed a phone and you were on the street, this before cell phones, you, you know, life, drop be- a dime. life before cell phones, that's what my wife always used to ask me. She said, you know, I was, that was a running joke ever since we, I, I know, hey, you got a dime, buddy? That's right. You know, that's when now, phone that was, calls were that, a dime. That was part of the police talk. On some of the old police shows. Oh, my snitch dropped a dime on you. Yeah, dropped a dime <laughs> on you. Well, I'm going to drop a dime on Blade right now because we're going to go to break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about more new and old home technologies, solar, insulation, television, and some of those early computers called calculators. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Oh, T.I. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on-site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. The real estate market in Arizona is forever changing. As your home buying and selling needs change through life, you need a realtor that understands the market. Realty Executives has over 50 years of experience providing cutting-edge service and support for all their clients and was ranked a top 25 real estate company in the U.S. Whatever your real estate needs are, you need to contact Rainbow Wyland, your Realty Executives expert. Call today, 520-818-8933, or find them on the web at phoenixrealtyexecutives.com. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust, the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. 
This is Tiffany Hunter, host of the Home Hunter Sunday mornings on ABC 15. And you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live, and we are talking old and new technology when it comes to your home. And, you know, we just got... uh, I've got it. Oh, Dan, wait a minute. Dan's raising his hand. Yes, Dan, what can I help you with? You'll never see now a Betamax recorder in the front room looking bigger than than a bar. You know, that's one of the things that, you know, when those came out talking about... Oh, that old technology back in the 70s when that came out, that old Betamax, you know, it was like when they were came out, you had that to choose from versus regular VHS. And it's like, I don't know why, um, you know, I guess it was like, it was like probably like the, comp- the, the confrontation between the iPhone and the Android phones mm-hmm. of today. That's where right. you're talking about because no one knew, okay, well, the VHS... I, obviously, cassettes were easier to handle, you know? Yeah. And for those of you, by the way, you know, for anybody listening out there, there are people out there that actually can take old VHS cassette tapes and digitize them mm-hmm. so that you actually can, you you could keep them. Now, years ago, I did that figuring that, you know, VHS was the end all of all technology. So everything that I wanted that I had from my old video recorder or something that I took off the television was safe on a VHS tape from now until the day I, you know, went to see my maker. But guess what? That wasn't the case. Now I've got all these old VHS tapes with, well, actually I've got one unit left that actually has a VHS uh, recorder in it and a DVD player. So I could still watch them if I want to, but still, I mean, for the most part, you know, everything, everything's gone. I mean, because right. things have technology has moved on. That's why, like with your home, we're talking about some of the newer things that are happening with your home. And you know, Dan and I could go on. I mean, we only got two hours Let's to see. do the show today, but we could probably go, you know, the rest of the day if Blake can get us some more time. What do you think? No, no, not today. Not today. <laughs> not until I see the, my favorite color, and that's green, and then we can maybe work something oh, out. Oh, okay. That's not ever gone out of stock. Green. Right. <laughs> it's still green, isn't it? That's yeah, right. you know, and for the last two hundred plus years, it's been green. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, and it's been a, a something that's done very well. Even well. that, we won't probably won't see here before too long. It won't be, be any more green. I guess it'll all just be on a card or whatever the color your card is. Oh, Here's, that's no fun. No, no kidding. A, that's no fun. What am I going to do? Walk into Circle K to get a cup of coffee and just like show them my smartphone and that's it? That's yeah. it. Uh, just yeah, yeah. that's it. Why don't they just give it to me for free? Yeah, well, that's, I mean, no you know, that's, that's free. Yeah, you that's know? never been in style that's, except for this show. What? This show is free. Oh, it's show free. That's right. That's the only thing in this world that's good is this show. Because you could pick. It's you, free. You, it's free. That's right. Just like <laughs> you know, you know, I, gotcha. I, bought a, I bought a shelf the other day for my new home, ladies and gentlemen. And yeah, sure. I, I put my phone up to their scanner and that's how I paid for it. Yeah. Isn't that it? Isn't that the weirdest right. thing? Yeah. Yeah. There's no and now cash. people can scan your pocket and take all your money. Yeah. You Doesn't know. that feel good? Actually, they could. That's, that's possible. Right. It is possible to do Any, that. Well, that's you know that's a that's a that's a discussion for a whole other it show is, and yeah. the topic of the news this week too. Uh, again, you know, 
dealing with the iPhones and stuff like that. So it's it's pretty. You get you get into that human, you know, technology controversy. You know what what stops? You know where's the line to be drawn between your privacy and your freedom? I mean, and 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 then also the the ability to have somebody reach in, even though they claim it's for the good of the but government. Guess, but guess what? You know, if they do it once, who's to say that they can't do it other times? And then before you know it. That freedom just gets eroded, and then you're gone. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like so. I understand. Uh, I understand te- both sides of the con- of the of the uh, discussion, but you know, I think where does technology and liberties they they're yeah. clashing now? Yeah, they're clashing now. So it's like we'll let we'll let the other other powers Let's hope that the be Supreme figure Court it out. Is as wise as we hope they are. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. We're not and going that's there. That's on hold too. <laughs> yeah, that's on hold too. So I mean, you know, that could be a stalemate until maybe January, or February, or, or March. February. Okay. <laughs> All right. So anyway, let's get back talking about, you know, one of the things that you know, talking about windows and doors, obviously, are a big thing when from the old day to the new day. I mean, old days. I mean, let's just Jeal- talk about- Je- jealousy blind jealousy windows. People don't even know what you're talking about. The what? Jalousy windows? Jalousy I windows. remember Jalousy windows. Yeah, but that was great for e- for evap cooling on lots of Phoenix homes to have those windows. That was a combination of windows and blinds combined. That's right, where you just open it up, yeah. and the air from the house can move through when you turn your evap cooler on. And you talk about RetroTech, I can remember... We thought we were living really high when Dad bought the no, evap hey, cooler. No, hey, hey, Blade. Whoa. You know what he thought that was really high? What was cool? Because he had the burlap sack outside the window that was all wet, <laughs> allowing the wind to blow through. That was then, and that, ladies and gentlemen, that was the very first evap cooler here. No, in, my brother's underwear over the fan in the room oh, was Dan. Dan, <laughs> come on! I'm trying to. It's a family show here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, going back in the day, that was, you know, that's why I think there wasn't a lot going back to the 50s and even earlier than that, the, the population in, the, in, in a desert area was not that great because you, there was no way to cool the area off. And that's why EVAP coolers actually became very popular back because in the we day. we didn't have this heat island that just built up the heat and kept it all night long. The stuff would start dissipating off. About seven, eight o'clock at night, and it started just, you know, the desert cool would roll in. Yeah. And that was nice. We just have to push it along with a, maybe a fan or maybe, you know, before the UVAP coolers, just hanging sheets yeah. on out there on, on, the, on the front porch. And as the breezes moved, the breeze moved, you know, humid, you know, humidified the air, and we had it made. Yeah, and that was and that was your 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 cool. I mean, it was it yeah. wasn't perfect, but at least it was a whole lot better than if you were standing out with no air moving around you at all. We thought we really had it made when Dad got us some some cots so we could sleep on the front porch. Yeah, we thought that yeah. was really great. Yeah, that's camping. Now one of yeah now, <laughs> now, now for kids that's cool. Yeah, yeah. now Bouncing one of, one of the things that was very popular back in the day, obviously, and I saw a lot of this last night when I was. Uh, Peruving the internet, there, you know, um, actually, where they would go back out and do exactly what Dan said. They would actually have an outside area, like under an enclosed patio, that was actually you had a bed, and it was a your place where you used to go to sleep. That's right, right outside because it would it would be cool, and that's one of the things that you know. Because the last thing you want to do is you know, like um, 
like, you know, especially like in Florida, you know, in the middle of summer when you're out there and it's, you know, you know, like pretty much high 90s with the humidity like twice what it is here in Phoenix uh, in monsoon season. And then it takes days to dry. If you And then you take old muffin cups and put them on the legs of the bed you're sleeping on so the nasties won't crawl up and into the bed. So they were nasties down. We you know, have the cups like this. We put the bed post in like Inside, this. Inside, right. So the nasties wouldn't, couldn't crawl up and up up the post of the bed and into the bed with you. I, you know... He's killing he, us. I, he I, had he had a he had a rough childhood. Yeah, <laughs> he had a rough. I don't childhood. remember nasties when we, I was young. We thought we had it great. <laughs> we could lay there and watch him crawl by. <laughs> hey Dan, that's why I understand. Like you know, you unlike our good friend Doug Hopkins from Property Wars, are not scared of creepy no. crawly things. No, <laughs> we uh, flick them at each other, see if they'll fight. <laughs> oh my God! It's yeah, you got to be really careful. No, seriously. Yeah, because if you're – and that's another thing living you, in the desert. But that – we're know? actually going to be talking about that next week. So, Dan, I'm very glad you did that segue for me because next week we're going to actually have on one of our uh, pest control experts, okay, oh, from okay. New, New Sense. Not okay. like nuisance, but nuisance <laughs> pest control. We're going to be here with us next week. Nuisance, take care of the nuisances. Yes, we're going to take care of all those, too. So we're going to make sure that if you have any or if Blade has any, he's going to be able to help you. Oh, okay, Blade. We'll talk about scorpions, I'm sure, and we'll talk about termites, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there'll be plenty because, be plenty you know, it's hey, Here's coming. a thought for old tech. What? A fax machine is now really old tech. Uh, you, uh, people ask me, well, can you fax that to me? And, and I always quip right back at them. You feed the dinosaur on the way out to the fax machine. <laughs> <laughs> well, some I pe- don't have a fax well, machine. Well, because not everybody has a scanner. I have a scanner. I have an e-fax. But not everybody has. I can shoot stuff out on e-fax or but, whatever. But not you know? ha- but not, not that stupid machine sitting there. Yeah, on a phone line. On a phone line. Yeah, landline. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this just uh, you lead, we lead such rough lives. Rough, <laughs> rough. All right. Well, we come back. We're going to be talking more about your old and new home technologies, and we'll see what other kind of creepy, crawly things come out of dance. <laughs> Shaggy dog away. stories. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? We will, we will. Fix it. 
Image Home Improvement. When it's time to call in a professional, go to imagehomeimprovement.com. Are you trying to make home heating more eco-friendly with your fireplace? I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about some do's and don'ts right after this. Visit todayshomeowner.com now and enter the Win Danny and His Crew contest brought to you by Leviton. You could win a visit from Danny and the gang. They'll spend the day helping you take care of those pesky repair and maintenance chores that keep piling up. And you'll have a starring role in a special episode of the Today's Homeowner TV show. Enter now at todayshomeowner.com slash winddanny. No purchase necessary. Open to legal residents of the United States 21 years of age or older. Void war prohibited. Promotion ends 2-14-16. For official rules and complete details, visit todayshomeowner.com slash rules. I recently heard someone say they were saving trees by rolling up their old newspapers to burn in their fireplace. The problem with that plan is that the only way newspapers can burn effectively is to machine compress them, and the energy required to do that takes away the green advantage. Otherwise, it burns too hot and fast, which can damage your flu, not to mention the ash that it throws out into the air. So recycle the newspapers. For a green fireplace, try using manufactured logs. They burn cleaner than wood logs. To minimize the wood smoke pollution from your fireplace or wood stove, light it correctly. Burn only dry, seasoned wood. Start a small fire using softwoods and add larger hardwood logs once the fire gets going. Remember, excess smoke is a sign that your fire wasn't lit properly and isn't burning correctly. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. This is Chris Grundy, host of DIY Network's Cool Tools. Now, if you need home improvement help, you need to listen to Image Home Improvement Live with Steve Dubell every Saturday morning, baby. Woo! Have dumb waiters in your day? Yeah, the ones that didn't get my order right. That's right. Plenty. They still live. <laughs> <laughs> They're still around. How They're did everywhere. I know that that was coming? I, it's funny. He saw, saw that. You know, yeah, it's one of the things that people used to put in homes. That's people, right. Especially two-story homes. Yeah, dumb waiters. They sounded sure. like a good idea. Well, yeah. I mean, you've got this. It's like a closet. You open the door, and there's like a, a little platform there that you, you undo the rope, and you just lower it down, and all, you know, Dishes or anything else you want to put down goes down from the second floor down to the first floor. Or you pull it all, you, or you pull it all the way up. Yeah, have, have a balloon. Call your brother out that's uh, in the basement. He sticks his head in and you drop it on him. <laughs> See, when he'll never grow up. He'll never grow up, Steve. <laughs> what are we going to do with him? I don't. I don't even know. I mean, he's this is taking him back to when he was eight can't years we, old. Can't we leave him at one of those home inspections and leave and say this is your bonus for buying the house? I'll always inspect your home every day. No, just kidding. Didn't they do laundry that way too? They throw it from the top and down. Well, now laundry shoots. Laundry shoots. I was going to mention that. Yeah, because you have just shoots to go down instead of carrying it down. Well, first of all, you know if you have kids and teenage kids, okay. They, they wouldn't know, even if you had it, they wouldn't know what to do with it because they always leave it thrown all That's over the right. floor anyway. And That's they never right. they never pick up and you've got to go in there with, you know, with your little bottle of Febreze and tell <laughs> the kid to pick up all his crap so I can clean my room. <laughs> what did you throw down the laundry chutes, Dan? I'm sure you threw all, I'm sure you had some innovative things to throw down there. Well, actually, I, no, nothing beat what uh, Home Alone did. Your brother. <laughs> Well, I, I got stuck. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. But uh, nothing better than what the kid for Home Alone did. Yeah. That iron. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm telling you. All right. I got a, oh, my God. 
Oh, I got, I got, I got the little piece of trivia here because I know Blade is going to get a kick out of this one. Okay, so going back, are you ready for this? Yes. There's paintings that they found, historical paintings, <laughs> talking about evaporative cooling technology. Okay, we were talking about that during the break, and like. Somebody had brought it up and said, well, when you, uh, Blade, you said you thought it was invented in the 1950s? Yes. Okay. All right. You ready for this? He's going to love this, Dan. Wait till you hear this. Okay. There were paintings that were found uh, way back, I don't know where, but they say it was from 2500 BC Hmm. that says, show slaves (laughs) fanning jars of water. To cool rooms for the royalty. <laughs> How about that? That's your first that, evap cooler. Although that's the pyramid era. Right? That's when that, uh, you know. It sure wasn't our era. That's sure. <laughs> fans. 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 You know. <laughs> job just title. Jo- right? Fan. <laughs> All right, Did you, you have a job title? Fan. All right. And then it's and one of the other things. that I'll, I'll just read this here. It says, the earliest archaeological trail of buildings incorporating mechanisms for evaporative Space cooling starts in ancient Egypt with paths spreading quickly to other regions having uh, warm and or hot and dry climates. So way back in the day, they were searching for something to actually be able to live in hot, dry areas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what we talked about, the burlap and made fun of and that and the, out here in the desert, you know, way back in the 50s when... People were moving to Arizona because they liked the dry climate. It's just that there was just those couple of months that were just like unbearably hot. That's right. That was pretty, I mean, that was pretty um, amazing that they were able to, you know, put up with it. Because think about what we would do now if we didn't have air conditioning. Talking about air conditioning, especially, you know. We wouldn't have moved down from, the the state capital would not have moved from Prescott down to here if they hadn't had air conditioning. That's oh, good one. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you think about it, too. Mm-hmm. Talking about air conditioning technology for a minute, going back in the day, okay, I remember, you know, Dan, when you tell me if you experienced this with, with your family, um, we had, I remember my dad, when we were talking about the storm windows, okay, come summer or spring, right probably past Easter, he would go up in the attic and, and take those windows and get rid of those. And then he'd go get the window air conditioners and we'd set them back in place so that each room had an air conditioner. We had one in the living room, one in the bedroom and one in the, and, and one in the master bedroom. So we had three and that was, and it was a modest home. It was about 1200 square feet. So you had air conditioning in the three major bedroom areas and then it used to, whatever it was there used to carry over into the kitchen because we didn't have one in the kitchen. So, but um, oh, I remember that's how, it, things, that's how yeah. they used to do it. Yeah, the window uh, units. The uh, window yeah. units. In and fact, the, the you back huge, in New York, some of them, they still do it. They yeah. were huge window units. I remember when we lived in Texas, this one monster of a unit. I mean, it was more than, it was like a picture window filler. And that thing would sit there and kick in, and the whole house would rattle. Oh, my God. It was, it was a fetters. It was huge. A fetters. Well, I haven't heard that name in a long time. And we time. had one at the front of the house yep. and one at the back of the house, mm-hmm. and that kept us cool. And if I remember right, I think— That was when we were living I, in Texas. I think my dad said that those things were probably like around 300 bucks Per unit. Per unit. 
Holy, that, way that was back. a lot of money. Then. Well, that was yeah, a lot oh, of yeah. money back in the, back in the sixties. Yeah, because that's like buying a car. But yeah, because I remember, I remember the, the house. It is the Volkswagen house. Beetle, three hundred bucks. But go ahead. Oh my <laughs> god, yeah. I yeah. mean, split window. But the house, what, Stephen? What were you saying? No, I said back in the sixties. You know, I remember there was a time before, as I was growing up, that there was no window air conditioning units, and you just had all you had was fans. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, if, you know, thinking whole about how whole house fan. No, fire I didn't have a whole house fan. I had yeah. them in separately. There, were, there was a lot of yeah. those out here. Well, you know, where you'd fire that thing out, and everything in the house would go up through. There goes the cat. <laughs> Hang on, <laughs> turn. Dad turned it up too far. Oh, so yeah. fans, window units, central air in that order. Yeah, I mean that happened. I mean, you think about that. That they came up with. I mean, central air. When you think about it, was probably one of the best things since sliced bread. Oh yeah, because you, you you can have. You know, and plus it wasn't it. One of the things that I remember was a very um, bad disadvantage of window air conditioning units was the fact that you had to actually, when you mounted it and put it in, you actually had to screw the window framing in to the other part of the frame that was stationary, so that nobody could out. come in and pull it out and break into your house. Yeah, or yeah. watch it fall out. Or and, and that's happened too, where because they're know, so back heavy. You, well, yeah. yeah, they were so back heavy. I remember my dad used to put a block, a, a two by four block, out on the brick sure. to make the ledge even, and then you'd have to lock. You put the frame in place first. That's what he used to do. Put the frame in place first, the casing, that's and right. then after that's secure, you go get the, the rest use, of it. exactly. Put the other piece, slide it in. And that was, you and know, the first time you go. try it, it always leaks into the house. That's right. So oh, man. <laughs> the leaking. The first time. Uh, I remember every that. Every time. would yeah. always leak inside the first time. Then you wiggle it and jiggle it about, and then it goes outside. Yeah. <laughs> always. <laughs> and the noise. Oh, the noise of those things. Dad would swear so much. No, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tell you, you know, you got to love those, love, those, love those good times. All right. When we come back, we've got more coming your way. We're going to get into our little discussion. Discussion about obviously one thing that's near and dear to me, and that's insulating your home way back in the day. And plus, we've got some great new stuff that's coming your way. So I'm going to let everybody know all about that. It's better than crumpled newspaper. But you got that right. <laughs> what? All right, we'll be back. <laughs> what? Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619. Or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. 
Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today. 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. Did you know that your home can have good condensation and bad condensation? I'm Danny Lipper with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned, and after the break, we'll look at some solutions for the negative side of sweating right after this. Visit todayshomeowner.com now and enter the Win Danny and His Crew contest brought to you by Leviton. You could win a visit from Danny and the gang. They'll spend the day helping you take care of those pesky repair and maintenance chores that keep piling up, and you'll have a starring role in a special episode of the Today's Homeowner TV show. Enter now at todayshomeowner.com slash winddanny. No purchase necessary. Open to legal residents of the United States 21 years of age or older. Void war prohibited. Promotion ends 2-14-16. For official rules and complete details, visit todayshomeowner.com slash rules. One of the best energy-efficient features a home can have is insulated windows. They help keep the temperature indoors comfortable, but it's not uncommon to see these windows sweating during temperature extremes. If condensation forms on the outside of your window, that's a good thing. It means the window's doing its job. But if condensation forms on the inside, you have a problem. It usually means outside air is somehow migrating inside or humidity levels inside are just too high. To help combat this moisture, seal any gaps and cracks surrounding the insulated window using a good quality acrylic latex caulk. Be sure to use ventilation fans in bathrooms and kitchens, and if needed, use a dehumidifier to lower indoor humidity. The ideal range you want inside is between 35 and 50 percent. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. In this high-tech world of stock market trading, you need an edge to compete and grow. Here's Gabe Asur about how you can get that edge. It's called the Robotic Trader. The robotic trader, it's, it's fully automated. It, it starts in the morning at 9.30 for you automatically. It looks at 8,000 equity symbols in 22 seconds. It will execute the buy and the sell automatically. Take your profits, put it in your account, and it shuts itself off at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Do what I did. Get the robotic trader and get your edge today. Call today, 623-271-2638, or find them on the web at roboticreturns.com. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. All right, Homer's excited, and uh, if he's excited, we're excited. And he and I don't even know if he had any coffee. Dan, how's your coffee doing, there, buddy? I'm just about halfway. About halfway. Yeah. Oh, just wait. It's the not red- quite nine thirty. Oh, not quite. Okay. Oh my God. All right, we were talking uh, old technology versus new home technology uh, today, and we're also getting in our next hour. We're actually going to be getting into the eight bad home improvement habits. And these are things that, obviously, we want to make sure you stay away from. So we're going to be talking about that next hour, along with some of the other stuff that we've been talking about. Um, You know, just some of these old technologies. And you think about it, you know, we talk about phones for a second. You know, think about what we used to do. You know, in uh, when old homes used to be built, a lot of times the phone technology was kind of, as we like to see, was bulky. 
you know, and analog analog phones, analog phones. They were bulky, and you know, and somebody saw. I saw. I saw a, a great thing on Facebook the other day. No one in today's society will ever know the satisfaction of taking an analog phone receiver and smashing it down on top of and hanging up on somebody on a dial rotary phone. You can't hang up on someone anymore. No. No. It's no fun. Nobody, but but you see, but think about this. Years ago, when when you got disconnected, it's because somebody hung up on you. Now, if you lose the connection... Everybody just takes it for granted. It's like, oh well, I must. He must have gone out of range, and it's no big deal anymore. Yet some people still do that. You know, they get really upset with somebody, and they just disconnect you, and they just take it for granted that oh, he must have gone under a bridge, or he must be on take, that part of the freeway. You, and, you know, grab it by the handle, take the and oh. take the speaker and beat on the phone for two minutes. Oh my god! Until they hang oh, up. Oh my god! Was was that fun? Doing that, oh my God! But you know that when they built the homes back then in the day, a lot of times because of the the bulkiness of the phone. And don't get me wrong, it wasn't like a phone booth, but I mean it was big. Yeah, that was like that. But what they used to do is they had that big long spirally cord, and what they used to do is make niches in the wall yeah. so that this way you could put the telephones in the wall and keep them from like out on your coffee table or something that was oh. like in a bulky area but then and, you, and for the long conversations for that that's what the long person, cord was yeah the, the cord that would hang the cat the dog and yeah it was cut. like five miles <laughs> long yeah that's right i mean you know but th- that's what they used to do back then and then you know, all of a sudden you know you know there was when the technology changed and all of a sudden you know some people may may not Think about this because it's been around so long. But the phone technology evolved from dialing, okay, rotary phone to, to push a push button, button. Tone. and then to a tone phone. And then all of a sudden, you know, everybody was freaking out because at the time there were things that you could do with a rotary dial-up phone that you couldn't do with a push-button phone. And exactly. it took, oh, my God, at least 10 years, it maybe did. 15. Years. See, what it was is equipment changeouts. See, having been in the telephone industry at during these changeouts, they went from as actual physical dialing equipment we called storage switches over to the glass optics that are now in that that are called in main mainframe switches that are basically computers now, and it took a long time to switch the signals coming in to make them compatible with the signals going through the system. That was the big slowdown. Was Coming from the street, going through you know the tech, new technology, and back out again. Technology was fast. Getting it in and out of the building to switch, as we called switch geared, took forever. Yeah, that took forever. And besides, yeah, that was back in the day when you used to hear Lily Tomlin say one ringy dingy, mm-hmm. two ringy dingy. No, it's just like she was. A, she was just a or, piece of or work. You, you dial up a number and you could hear it go click 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 click. Click, 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 click. That was a storage switch going up and counting the path to the next switch. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was going right. its exactly. path down. Exactly. The, the Having installed the stuff and uninstalled the stuff, I can see another, you could stand there and watch a number go down now, the bay. Now, Blade. You know about the rotary Now, phones? that's... Now that's Paleolithic. No kidding. That's, <laughs> no, that replaced pa- the telegraph, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, no. What, repl- what was first was there was a big motor at the end of a bay 
where they had these big rods that were turned. Where was uh, the bay? Where was this bay he's talking about? What this was bay? inside the phone company yeah. building. In the phone company building, okay. And he'd have these huge rods going up and down and would turn like... You like know, spiral. Like spirals. And then it would, you know, one click turn, another click turn... And another click turn would go down. It the adds that adds new meaning to the fact of when the hell is that for people going to pick up my call, or when is it going to sound like it's ringing? Because sometimes you do on your dial phone, and, and it shows that it's dialing, and you're like, okay, 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 and then finally Especially the you answer. Dial out of country. And, yeah, and then you keep asking, representative, representative. <laughs> I can't take that. Well, it's so annoying. Isn't there something about the fact that now the landlines that we use are, have been around forever, right? Whenever 60, 70. And, and, there's, and, so and they're still tax. better. And they're still better they, than any cell so phone. There's so many taxes on them. Well, yeah. You know, I went, to, I went to a home once and I didn't have my phone with me. I forgot my phone, <laughs> which was very rare. And all of a sudden, I, I go to these people's homes and I'm looking for, like, I'm looking for a phone. Because at least you should have in your house, and this is my own personal belief, that, yes, every house should still have a hookup for a landline for a phone. But have a phone there in case something happens. You've got a landline. and Because sometimes cellular is good, but it doesn't always connect. Right. So if you have a landline, you have it. Well, this house didn't have a phone. And I needed to make a call. I'm like, all they had was cell phones. And mm-hmm. they were gone. They were with them. So I had no phone. So, but, but that's, you know, that's one of the things that people should always think about. Cause when I built my house, yeah, I mean, I've got a plug in for a phone, but for the most part, I, except for my business and my home, I use my cell phone all the time. I mean, that's just because it's easy, but you should always should have a backup by still using that landline and, and blade is absolutely right. Uh, that, like a landline. How many times do we have when people call in the show, if they are, if, if we're going to do an interview we ask them to be on a landline. Yeah. Because it's clearer. Right. They are they clearer. They have to go to yeah. a friend's house to do it. And there's yeah. none of the stupid delays <laughs> that yeah, you get and, on yeah, cell and phones. Sometimes when, you know, sometimes when they call in a cell phone, it sounds like AM it's, radio. It's worse than Skype. No, yeah. Skype is something. That, Skype is not bad. Skype you know, was pretty good when I was doing good. that these first few times. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty good. I mean, you, you, for the most part, obviously it's all digital, so yeah. it's going to be clear. You can see me sitting there like this. <laughs> yeah, I saw. Yeah, it's just a like a little bit of a tilt. Dan, still, yeah. Dan thinking about you know we're in amidst deep conversation and he's drifting. Yeah, <laughs> he's drifting. Where the hell he does that during the show when he's here? It where's Dan? No, no. <laughs> yeah, but and uh, then you no. see some antlers come back up in the picture. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah. when did you ever have landline problems at home? When did, was there ever a problem with your phone line at home? I Never. Just, I when just don't were. remember any of those. And then now we have incredible problems. Having worked for the phone company. Especially after rainstorms or after we would have our desert lightning, they used to use carbon filters on the side to hook up your lines. And if there's enough static electricity, those little carbon nodules would burn off and you'd lose it. But the one benefit from it is you have low voltage and you could pick up a local radio station and you'd hear the radio station on your phone. That's when you'd have service out that was the first mobile app think about it <laughs> how about that the phone app and, and, and those, my phone goes out i get music what'd you do did you, did you climb up those telephone poles or those no, drooping lines no, and all that you remember that little square box on the side of your house yeah, yeah. where the lines came in yeah there were carbon uh filters right there that you'd screw the wires together with that would protect the inside and outside wires from each other 
so they wouldn't burn off in case there was a lightning strike. But what would happen is there would be just enough carbon left there that would sometimes be just the right just the right wavelength to pick up a local radio station. You'd pick up your phone and go, ah, you just went. How many times? I'd go out and see that. It was so it, funny. It's amazing how, how we even got to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah on 64K. <laughs> what kind of radios did they use? What kind of communication did they use? Well, yeah. yeah think of that yeah. connection. Yeah, it was yeah, analog. It was, yeah, no it landline there. What? It was all analog. Uh, yeah. Analog Abs- transmitters. Absolutely. In fact, With I, tubes. They sure weren't landlines. Yeah, yeah. in fact, I've got a statistic. <laughs> I've got a statistic here. Think about this. Okay, it says... Uh, the Apollo space modules only had four kilobytes of memory in their guidance computers. Not in, in today's today's um, technology, it's not even enough to display a photo of the module on the internet. You, you could get so, maybe that on a floppy disk. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, yeah, and that was floppy disk. You know, I had a traumatic. Uh, you know, feeling when we went from floppy disks to... I don't want to hear about your floppy disks. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. That's another show. Okay. Come on now. Bring in Dr. Lori for that show. All right, now listen. Yeah, Dr. Lori says to come in. All right, so listen to this. Okay, it says, a 256-gigabyte thumb drive holds the same amount of data as 213,000 five-and-a-quarter-inch floppy disks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just amazing when you yep. think about where where we've gone. And it's like, and we're still trying to go back to the moon. And that's a lot of floppy disks to insert, load, and wait for program. Oh, my God. Yeah, you everything was on a floppy disk. You have to put in and wait to load program. Oh. Oh, that was torture. That was just as bad as dial-up. Yeah. <laughs> God, you know, can you imagine if we were on dial-up uh, now? Can you imagine? Uh, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't right be here, here if There's we were no on dial-up now. That, yeah. There ain't no way. Yeah. No. Yep. You know, so, but think about it. Okay, one of the things we want to just talk about before we get back to some of the homes insulation stuff, which is what we oh, went that, to break oh, that's for. Where we were going. <laughs> yeah, but one thing I want to make a point about talking about how phones have changed over the years. Okay, all right, so let's talk about you. We went from, we went from the one that we were beating on the wall. Or on the desktop, like Nikita <laughs> Khrushchev down did. After the white you know, call. he was beating his shoe and his phone on the yeah. desk. Okay. And then uh, they probably, some of the younger listeners are like, Nikita, who? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I remember. Yeah. The you know, smelly Russian. Way back in the day. <laughs> okay. But think about this, okay? The, some of the newer phones that they have out there now where you can literally talk and see the person, okay? What does that remind you of? Dick Tracy's wrist radio. Well, that was one thing, yeah. Dick Tracy's wrist radio. That was very good, Dan. I remember that seeing it growing up that as a kid. And that was like, oh, my God, that was so futuristic. It was like unbelievable. How could we ever have that? Okay. And, and then all of a sudden, Star Trek came out. So that's what he's going to, Star Trek. Yeah, we see, known, Star yeah. Trek came out. And then the communicators came out where you could literally talk. They were flip and, phones. Yeah. And well, yeah, I had one. I had, I had a, that was one I'm of my guilty. first phones. I had a, I had, after I got through the little the Android area, we got the flip phone, the Motorola Razor. Well, didn't Star the, Trek have those things? Yeah, yeah. that's what they, that's, that's, that's what, what they, they designed those razors after. <laughs> those guys were absolutely prophetic. They were visionaries. That's I right. know. Gene Roddenberry was, was a genius. When you think about it, okay? Mm-hmm. And obviously, that's going to be... Well, the Jetsons had them, too, you know? Well, the so. Jetsons had them, too. We got some stuff we're going to talk about. Obviously, the Jetsons were was all animated, but still, it was futuristic kind of stuff based on 
you know, where we've been and where who, whoever wrote it thought that we would get to eventually. And say the same thing with insulation. Yeah, insulation, the same thing. Between Years ago, a, dirt, a dirt mound on the side of the house, which was, you know, your rammed earth, as they call it now, versus the new technologies of insulation to uh, use less and get more. That's, that's right. Now, you think about it years ago. I remember um, one of the things that when I grew up, they had my dad up in the attic when he used to take me up there to show me some things where we used to go up. And that's, was, that was the great storage facility yes. up in the attic was the fact that there was bad insulation up there, which was fiberglass, but also there was, there was uh, cellulose. That's right. So he had a combination of both. And a lot of times, like, for instance, when you go into homes in Arizona today, you see cellulose insulation that's laying on the top of the roof lid mm-hmm. along with possibly, you know, you could have um, fiberglass on there too. But or radiant barriers. So, yeah. Some of the older stuff you could tell that when we – and we talk about this uh, frequently on the show when we talk about, you know, insulating your home, where the cellulose actually almost was like somebody took – uh, if you want to, for our listeners who maybe haven't gone up in the attic or don't have insulation like this, if you take a newspaper and you run it through a shredder <laughs> and you take that shredder paper and you throw it up in your attic between the bays of where your uh, rafters are and you get five, six, eight inches worth of cellulose, that was your that was your insulation. That's right. A little bit of borax thrown in it and it's good to go. A little bit of borax. Yes, that's what they use for fire retardant. Oh, well, see, now, one of the things that we're going to be rolling out on the show probably in about a month is one of the things that yours truly is the spokesperson for a brand new product that actually is going to revolutionize the way people insulate their homes as well as the way forest fires are fought, not just in Arizona or the Southwest or in this country. It's going to change the way they fight it throughout the world, which I feel very humbled to be able to bring this product, along with the people that invented it, to the forefront of technology of what we're going to be and apply this material. Because the one thing I will be able to tell you, which I can tell you right now, is that talking about R values in your attic right now to get an R55 value, which is the, the typical R value that they want in your home, you need 13 inches of fiberglass material fiberglass bad insulation to get that R55 value. I can do the same with the with this new product when it's put in your attic for less than an inch I will get you at least double that R value. Think about that. It's it's revolutionary and it's going to change the way people think about insulating their home and builders and designers will incorporate this into their home and it will become we won't have to worry Mainstay. about as much ventilation. Either. No, it's going to be fabulous. That's, and then, that's revolutionary. Yeah, it's going to be great. So stay tuned for that. And I'll be excited when we make that big announcement coming your way. But right after the break, we'll be back with, uh, we'll check in on Dan and see how he's doing <laughs> at, with, his, with his coffee. And sure, I'll be on the second cup by them. And then we're going to also talk about the eight bad home improvement habits that we've got to make sure that you don't do. So we're going to help you out with that along with everything else right here on Image Home Improvement Live. 
Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today. 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust. The pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need... I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC, Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619, or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double Wide Network. The following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. All right, we are back. Good morning, Steve. Oh, the girls are here. The girls are Watch back. out. <laughs> they are back. And they are they are here hungry for knowledge. And that's what we're here to help 
all the the masses on learning more about home improvement to actually help you take care of your home better. I mean, what else would you want to do? I mean, come on, go to a Cubs game. There you go. I'm gone. Undisclosed location. Spring spring training is over. We're ready for a little exhibition season. And that's one of the things that happened in Arizona that obviously are a great thing for a lot of fans because uh, remember back, talking about back in the day, that's all we had for in the way of baseball was, was you know, spring, spring training. training. That's it. Exhibition games, and then also we did have well, we did have some playing at. I remember going to a couple of games at Scottsdale Stadium, but I think that was like I can't remember what league that was, but it wasn't the majors. You know, you remember that? Yeah, the double A's. Yeah, double A. Right, exactly. It was the. Yeah. But I'm now, sorry. but but <laughs> I lived here. But now, but now we have we have grown. Now, when I first moved here, all we had was the Suns. Now, oh wow! Now, now well, eighty three, eighty four, something like that. Yeah, eighty nine. Okay. But now we wish we didn't have the Suns. No, yeah. just kidding. <laughs> they just have kidding. been eclipsed. They just need they just need some help. But um but they gotta they gotta probably get a top draft pick, so you never know if somebody you know, it's like everything else. Look at the Cardinals. We used to bash the Cardinals when they were in Tempe. They get a new stadium, we get we get um Steve Kime goes in there and just changes everything, and then before you know it, it's like we have a, we have a we have a championship team. That's right. I mean, you know, so things take time, but you've got to get again, like everything else, you've got to have the right people at the helm. That's right. Just I mean, <laughs> where would digital radio be without the man, the mayor himself, at the head of the helm? Without the vision to be able. To without do the vision, you know, Star Worldwide Networks would just be tucked away somewhere in in his head, and never been able to the the fruits of his labor have been realized. I can't, uh, you know, the Scottsdale thing now, stadium, now they use for the Arizona Fall League, which is terrific. Yes. That's terrific. Arizona Fall League. So everybody has, you can get baseball here in Arizona pretty much uh, almost year year round. That's what I love about it. You know, so it's great. And the one other thing, too, about Arizona, you know, people say, oh, it's summertime, it's too hot. But guess what? You know, I let people know, you know, like, you know, remember that cold snap last (laughs) week, okay, when on the East Coast, when it was like zero, okay? And guess the, what it was here? The glacier refused you know, to leave. I had sent a picture to somebody in New York, and she, and it had some sun in it. And she sent it back to me, and she said, sun? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's that? I'm like, well, you know, it's going to be 80 here to gr- degrees here today. And she said, oh, shut up. <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question real quick. I've got this, this home, and i got to uproot the backyard because there's sand spurs in it. Do you know what I mean by those little Sand prickly spurs? little things? Oh, yeah, the, they had them all yeah, back the, east. I thought I'd gotten rid of that when I moved out here. Oh, no, they're worse here. We used to have to double uh, line our tires on our bicycles. So those, you know, looks like a little horn like this. Well, yeah. Have you seen those, Steve? You know what I'm talking about? And they're often you step on them in your bare feet and the animals step devils, on them and they yeah, get in their they paws. Oh, yeah, they hurt. Oh, yeah. How do you get rid oh, of those hurt. things, man? Just till the whole backyard and put grass in it, I guess, because we've got nothing but weeds. Put artificial turf down. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's how we did. We put artificial grass down. It's wonderful. You huh. never get anything in your feet just, unless a bird just dropped damn, it off. What a bummer. <laughs> you know, there's no ticks out here either. I mean, not ticks, but uh, fleas. You know, that's the one thing I... Well, uh, yes, there will be. Well, yeah. hey, don't kid there's yourself. some neighborhoods that'll Some have neighborhoods it. have them. Well, you know, but on the other hand, too, is like you don't have fleas, but, you know, uh, one thing you've got to be careful of, what your pets pick up 
out at dog parks because you know they've oh all those doggy diseases. Oh now. my God, it's everything's out there. So it's so you got everything be, but Oboa. It's like everything else. You've got to be <laughs> careful with you know because the desert. If you're not aware of it, like when you move out here, it it could be a a scary place. Yeah, unless you're People. ready for certain conditions that do exist. That's right. That it's like we have valley fever. You have to be prepared to be able to handle the onset of valley fever, get through it, work with your doctor, get over it, and then get your system adjusted to it because it's in the dirt, it's in the air, it's in the water. It's just a matter of time. That's right. You just got to be careful. And 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 again, it's that's why they uh it's part of contracting, especially during construction. That you have, like for instance, they're building a new church not too far from where I live, in up in North Phoenix, and the one thing that they have on site is a water truck. And they also have, besides the water truck, they have a trailer that's dropped in the yard, so when the water truck runs out of water, he doesn't have to run down to the canal and get water. The water's right there. You fill the truck up, you go spread it out to keep the dust down, because that could just, you know... being out in the desert, especially if you're not in a neighborhood where there are a lot of houses, yeah, the dust factor is just unbelievable. You know, I mean, and it gets into everything. No matter how tight you think you sealed your house, you still get dust in the house on a daily basis. You know, so oh, yeah, just we just got some uh, new little fans, some new fans for a thousand square feet each for the major sections of our house. Just to clean the air up a little bit. And it's made a big difference for everybody breathing. Yeah. All the sniffles go away in the middle of the night. Well, yeah. That valley fever thing, once you get that, you've got it. Isn't that how it's it works? It's in your system. Yeah. yeah it's, you, you, you've got, in fact, my, my, one of the dogs that I had, Adam, who was a Keyshound, he actually got it three times. And the first time, actually, it started out as a cough. And then we, he, it wouldn't go away. And then we took him to the vet, and he went to the vet. He actually, they took a blood sample. They tested him. He had valley fever, so they had to put him on medication. And then it, the, the problem was that it settled in his bones. And, oh. and we used to actually had to take him from that moment on um, for the rest of his life at different varying times, you know, as he got better and got worse. We would have to take him for an adjustment. For the chiropractor to wow. actually adjust him because it settled in his bones and then he would he would try when it got bad he'd walk or move his neck in a certain way and then he'd yelp and we knew he was in pain so therefore it, that's one of the things now I haven't seen I haven't seen anybody with valley fever in a human that actually turned their head and yelped no but, but uh, no but it really messes but with it, you. But it, it, it can, messes with you it kicked off my son's uh, blood system to where he ended up having leukemia, and then passing away. Wow. It started with the valley fever, thought we had him cured of it, then he kept bruising, and then it just got worse and worse, and then he had leukemia, and then it just took him away. Oh, man. That's that's, that's what you got to be careful. If you get that, folks, and you're not you're new to the valley, go to your doctor. Even if it costs you 105 to 110 bucks to go see a doctor or one of those urgent care clinics, do it. Well, you get that stuff adjusted, get yourself adjusted to the valley. Can they find it right away? Because I have a buddy that got it, and it, it took them a month to figure out what was wrong with him until they finally settled on valley fever. Is that something they, they, they do can do? They do a blood test? Well, I guess so, yeah. I, I don't know. Should what, have done a blood test first rather than guessing and goofing around. And that's how you find it out through yeah. the blood test, yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, quick, that's the easiest way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so mm-hmm. anyway, we want to talk a couple of things uh, this hour about the 
Uh, we're going to touch base on the eight bad home improvement habits. And one thing I want to bring up, too, because obviously, even though it's um, still uh, still kind of cold, at, like back east, you know, I think back in New York, I think it was in uh, like uh, high mid to high 40s. OK, so spring hasn't quite set in on the East Coast yet or in the Midwest. But uh, out here, you know, we're enjoying you know, 70, 80 degree weather. This is one of the reasons that we moved to Arizona so we could actually just, you know, go outside. I mean, we're working, we're going around in T-shirts already, especially <laughs> by the middle of the day. And um, There are bikinis. I've seen them. Go ahead. <laughs> I've seen them. Was <laughs> <laughs> that, that one? That's yeah, right. right. Absolutely. Was uh, that somebody doing a voiceover in the studio? Yeah. Oh, one of you. Well, all right. I got to tell you, this is funny. has passed. But they're early. Sorry about oh, that. Oh, it's Trig in his bikini. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trig. Well, we don't want to talk about I don't even <laughs> want to see that. Any of that. No, that's not on my show, buddy. All right, we'll be back. We'll be back and we'll get into the eight bad home improvement habits. And the one thing I want to touch base on about, well, first thing we're going to talk about is repainting too much. And what I mean by that, you'll find out right after the break. The real estate market in Arizona is forever changing. As your home buying and selling needs change through life, you need a realtor that understands the market. Realty Executives has over 50 years of experience providing cutting-edge service and support for all their clients and was ranked a top 25 real estate company in the U.S. Whatever your real estate needs are, you need to contact Rainbow Wyland, your realty executives expert. Call today, 520-818-8933, or find them on the web at phoenixrealtyexecutives.com. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. When it's time to call in a professional, go to imagehomeimprovement.com. Clothes dryers are one of those modern conveniences that can easily be taken for granted. But don't let that warm air meant for your clothes heat up the wrong things. I'm Danny Lipper with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and I'll share some dryer safety tips right after this. Visit todayshomeowner.com now and enter the Win Danny and His Crew contest brought to you by Leviton. You could win a visit from Danny and the gang. They'll spend the day helping you take care of those pesky repair and maintenance chores that keep piling up, and you'll have a starring role in a special episode of the Today's Homeowner TV show. Enter now at todayshomeowner.com slash winDanny. No purchase necessary. Open to legal residents of the United States 21 years of age or older. Void war prohibited. Promotion ends 2-14-16. For official rules and complete details, visit todayshomeowner.com slash rules. 
Every year, tens of thousands of homes are damaged by fire started by a clothes dryer. In most cases, it's because the dryer has not been properly cleaned. If you own one of these appliances, here are a few safety tips to follow. Always clean the lint screen before or after each load of clothes. Replace plastic or foil accordion-style ducting with rigid metal ductwork. Disconnect, clean, and inspect the dryer duct and venting every other year. Keep the area around the dryer clean and free of clutter. Clean behind the dryer where lint can really build up. Install a smoke detector in or near your laundry room. And finally, never let a dryer run when you're not at home or while you're asleep. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. Resistance is futile. It's what we say every week right here on Image Home Improvement Live. If you ever thought about not listening to this program, what the heck were you thinking? And that's the other part about change. Especially especially <laughs> this year, 2016, the year of Star Trek. That's right. We're going to have a great time. You can't you guys are not going to be able to live with me when when those two movies come out this year. Oh yeah, we will. The new Star Trek movie, okay? And also the other the uh, fan-based one. So, I mean, those two are going to just be, they're going to be, it's they're going to be off the I've chart. S- I've seen peaks at some of the fan-based stuff. It looks amazing. I know, I know. Well, they it's just, like, it's they just didn't make. It's almost better than the Hollywood studio. They didn't just make it in your basement. They've got, they some of the, the there's a 20-minute, actually, prelude to Axanar, that's the name of it, Axanar, yeah. prelude to Axanar, you could find on the internet and go look at, I mean, it's just it, it, the casting just that we that I've seen in that alone is is phenomenal. So I can imagine what that's going to look like. So two two great movies coming out this year. And then, you know, talking about, you know, being a big sci-fi buff. OK, and you know, don't get me wrong. You know, I always talk about Star Trek, but I do. I do like Star Wars. But then around coming up real fast on us is, you know, it's going to be Fourth of July here before you know it. And guess what? Yes, Jeff Goldblum is back. Oh dear, ID four. ID, yeah. <laughs> that is going to be Independence Day. Actually, right. Independence Day two. So it's the second Independence Day that's going to be out. But they're going to be actually talking. I mean, they come back and they're coming back for us because they are, as yeah, they say, a pissed. little. They're, they're they're a little pissed off because we hacked their computer system and we took out the mothership. Yeah, was that Rob Blade? Was that Rob who did that? He Which ha- one? He <laughs> he hacked the mothership. Was that Rob Trigg? Don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. He does yeah. so much when it comes to he does he's do such great when he does voiceovers and everything else. I thought maybe he hacked the mothership along with Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> That's right. I love that one, especially when they fire the uh, the missile and there's that alien looks and here it comes. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just, all he saw was here it comes, baby. <laughs> here come the judge. That's, That's right. All right. And Let, blew up the mothership. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, I don't think they're going to let that happen again. So they're going to have to find another way to make us win. So I think that movie's going to be another one. But it's going to be a great, a great. I mean, you had Star Wars came out in December. You got all this great sci-fi coming this year. 
it's going to be great. And then plus they're 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 remaking <laughs> twenty four again. Thank God, twenty four foot's a great show. The only thing is that you know I I really wish Keith or Sutherland was still going to be Jack, but they actually have a new Jack that doesn't know Jack. Well, no, we don't, 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 we don't know that yet, Dan. You got to give them a fair shake. Okay. It's just like when they came out with next, <laughs> Star Trek: Next Generation. Everybody's <laughs> like, "Oh, poo pooed. Oh my God, he's not Captain Kirk." And meanwhile, Work. Captain <laughs> Captain Picard is one of the best captains between him and Kirk. It's a different era. That whole That's crew right. was different. That's see, right. see. So if you had that discussion, who would it be, both of you, Picard? Or Kirk. Right. You had to pick one. Who would you pick? It depends on what. Now, if it was a ladies' yeah. man, I would have to say probably Kirk. Even though Picard had some great, he, he met some fabulous ladies in his day as captain. But Kirk always seemed to be the ladies' man. Okay. He'd always find that, that alien woman that well, he'd he, actually bond with. He had that 20th century <laughs> jet jock wiggle the oh. eyebrows, let's go, baby. Yeah. That's what he had. How about you, Picard or Kirk? Pick one. Mm. Either way, tough call. It's uh, you know, well, Kirk, you, Kirk, because he was first. Yeah. And, oh, the, yeah, and his final words. Oh my. Oh my. Yes. <laughs> oh my. You think they could have gave him some better final words? Oh my. I was at. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did, and then back to Where's our, that seven-second delay mute button on there? Yeah, yeah, give me I a know. break here. Well, we haven't used it in so long. It's rusty. Oh, it's rusty. Okay. All right, all right so, so let's well get... Behaved. All right, enough of that. Let's get started talking oh, back about... Back to the Home Improvement back Show. Back to the Home Improvement yeah. Show. All right. So we're talking about the eight bad home improvement habits, and one of them actually is, you know, repainting too much. Now, as they say, excessive paint is detrimental. Now, one of the things that is so very bad, you, and you could spot it a mile away. You go into an older home that was made in the 50s, and I was actually in one yesterday where they had to do um, some uh, drywall work, and they did some changes with the uh, vent system. So obviously the drywall had to be cut differently because the vent back in the day was different size, so we had to actually do a little drywall surgery. The paint on the drywall had probably layers of oil-based paint on it Ooh. and as well as it's it, it has you know latex on top of it because over the years as paint changed that's the other thing that changed from went from oil base to latex paint went from lead too yeah and and the lead's out we went to that's latex right. the lead is out get the lead out get the lead and they got the lead out that's what they did and um but you know we used to say i mean oil-based paint used to have its place in the day because it was when it when it dried, it was very very hard, you know, and it it was it, it it was very enduring, and plus it sealed everything. But the problem is with oil based paint and coats and coats and coats of it with latex on top. Sometimes it's just too much paint. So it, unless if you want to do something to kind of minimize that, and you okay, well, Steve, well, how do I get rid of it? Well, you know. I don't think you're going to get rid of it completely, especially depending on what it's painted with. But you surely can minimize the the uh, amount of, I should say, the appearance of it by giving the base coat a good sanding, and then you actually have a put a good primer coat on that will actually seal the uh, oil-based paint, and then be a good primer base for latex. Because a lot of times when we, you know, when they first switched. And as the technology was just in its infancy, getting 
better and better, used to put latex on top of oil base, and guess what? It would it would dry, but then it wouldn't stick. It would easily get you know peel and come off over a short period of time. So <laughs> that's why you've got to go back and when you see this, you've got to go back and and deal with it the right way. Just don't think you're going down to Ace Hardware and buy something that's going to go over it. Throw some kills on it. And throw some kill. Well, no, kills, <laughs> the, the kills primer, they have certain kills primers yeah, that are good. Over the, you put it over the old oil base, the, yeah. the latex, and latex that's had some moisture that's that's kind of slid down the wall. You throw some kills on top of that. No, you've got to strip and sand to get it to look decent again. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You the know. devil is in the details. Yep, absolutely. Now, one of the other things I want to just touch base on before we go to break is obviously overdoing it with can lights. Excessive recessed lighting in a home can cause a lot of air leaks. You should see it on infrared. It's just sucking hot air down into the house in the summertime. Right. And your warm air up into the attic in the wintertime, it's just like a big hole. That's right. That's all there is. Oh, not only that, you know, you, you... when a lot of people go back, I mean, back in the day, talking about old technology, new technology, you know, once we got, you had actually J boxes up in the ceiling where you had what we used to call can lights mm-hmm. that were surface mounted, angled down, pointing at certain areas like in the kitchen and your countertops and stuff like that. But when that changed and the new technology came, they actually had to put more holes in the ceiling because now we have recessed can lights. That's Instead right. of the old track lighting or the or the old can lights, and that's the accepted norm now. But you've got to be, you know, when you do it, you've you, again, you're going to have holes everywhere. And they have to be thermically protected. You've got to know to make sure they're the new ones that will trip if they get too hot and will save the day. Right. You because need- if you put with the insulation, that probably will eventually fall down around it and, and, and encapsulate it. You've got to have one that'll save itself and your house. That's true. That's true. So you got to make sure that again, when a qualified electrician like Mister Electric can come in and handle all that for you, and you know, once he's all done, it be you'll you'll know you'll be safe, and you'll know it'd be done right to code. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we've got more of those bad habits we're going to keep you away from. Everything gets fixed with a hammer. And every, Dan, Dan. I, whoever knew that Dan was dangerous with tools? Come on now. Hey, I had a brother that was that way. Must run in the family. He All was, right. He was a carpenter. Oh, jeez. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go away. Have you been looking for information on your home improvement project? Maybe you've been seeking the right contractor for your remodel work. Don't know which way to turn? Image Home Improvement Live has all those answers and more. You can always catch this contractor doing great work and sharing the best in home improvement information. Remember, Image Home Improvement Live, Saturdays from 8 to 10 on the Double Wide Network. Your answer to all your home improvement needs in the digital age. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? 
That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. How many times have you had a plumbing emergency and didn't know who to call? When small problems become big emergencies, you need to call the experts at Curry Plumbing, a family-owned business with 25 years experience. No job is too small or too large, and the work gets done right the first time, every time. Services include repair and replacement of leaky faucets, broken garbage disposals, water heaters, water softeners, and much more. Curry Plumbing should be your choice for all your plumbing needs. Give them a call today, 623-587-0234. Or check them out on the web, curryplumbing.com. Got this little uh, fixer-upper house I bought about five years ago, and uh, I haven't done anything to it like in five years, you know, so now it's like a little knocker-downer house. (laughs) I mean, even if I had the time, I'm not good with the tools. You know, Bob Vila... Remember that show? This old house? That guy could fix anything. I would watch that and go, oh, my God. You know, he's great. Now, if I had a show, if I had a show, it'd be called This Fat Check. (laughs) Hi, welcome to the show. I'll be writing out a big fat check to my contractor. (laughs) All right, that big fat check. Yeah, I think I might get a couple of those in March. I think it's looking that way. Speaking of which, you, you got a birthday coming up here. Did you make a golf date? I know you didn't. I yo actually actually we're I'm going to play golf with our good friend uh, from Keiko Roofing. Good and good Wednesday for you. we're going to Starfire over in Scottsdale. Good for you. And man, we're going. Awesome. And I don't care if I don't care if it snows. We're yep, going. That's right. <laughs> I'll just dig out the orange well, balls. When's your tea time? I don't know yet. He didn't let me know. He he was making it. Let me know if you need a fourth. Well, yeah, we do need some. We do need another player. If you want to play, you I'll, come on out. I'll let him know today. Because I'm like you, you get all these things going on. I don't have time to do any fun stuff. You like gotta golf. do. You yeah. gotta do something like that because it's been it's been it's been way too long. Amen. Since yeah. the last time I was out, and you know, and it doesn't make a difference. Like you say, you don't have to be a good golfer. You just have to be a good hacker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that'll do it. Well, I'm still at putting status, so I can't. You know, take the big swing and fall off the green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but that's hard, the, too. Yeah, I could drive the cart. Yep. Well, we <laughs> talked about that. You drive the cart and you drink beers and then we'll have fun. We'll see how... Oh, that'd be real fun. Uh, yeah. I'd go chase the, the No, I got, a, I got a better idea. When we're all done, we'll go into the 19th hole because it'll be time for margaritas. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's good. All right, we're, we're back. And if you have any questions at all, give us a call at 480-421-0640. 480-421-0640. And make sure that you follow us on Twitter and Facebook and especially some of our Facebook postings. All the great information that we have, we're going to share with them. Plus, you know, we've got a lot of, you know, uh, blatant, we got a lot of new, uh, this is right up your alley, actually. We're, there is a, uh, a new uh, service that's going to be available throughout the country that's actually a YouTube video link. So for all different phases of like for plumbers and 
and carpenters and all this other stuff. And guess who has the general carpenter or general contractor segment all locked up? Who? So that's going to be coming out soon. We just went through some of this stuff yesterday. So that's going to be hitting the internet here probably in about 30 days or so. So That's going to be really, really sweet. And we'll actually have a link to it on our website. So you'll be able to go back and find out actually, you know, some of the, we're going to actually share some tips about, you know, why we're one of the best contractors not just in Arizona, but in the country, and some of the things that you should be, questions that you should be asking homeowners to make sure that you make the right decision instead of getting a bad contractor, like some of the contractors that Skip and Allison Bedell from Catch a Contractor come up with. I mean, some of those are just, you know, those just, you know, I just want to reach through the screen and grab their neck and just shake them. Melvin! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just unbelievable. I mean, you know, these people shouldn't even be, you know, don't put a hammer in their hand. They just shouldn't be out there doing anything. They're not qualified. And but why would you want to have somebody who's, I mean, think about this, okay? Would you let an unqualified person come and work on your car? No, no. way. No way. You'd want to make sure that that mechanic is qualified to actually deal with your car, that when you know when you drive out of that garage that... Everything oil, works. The oil filter was still put on. Yeah, why would you want it? Why would you want to have somebody unqualified to come in and work on your home, like a Melvin or a Palo Verde Bob? You know, come in and, and do something like that. It's just not good. That's right. You know, so those are the things that. That's why we're here. That's why we're here to help the masses, much like Dr. Lori. Much she helps. She helps the masses learn more about you know life, liberty, and the pursuit of love and happiness. That's right. You know, so she's great at what she does. In fact, if you're wondering who who is he talking about, you can catch uh, Sextacular, that's Dr. Laurie's show, Thursday afternoons right here on Star Worldwide Networks, <laughs> two big hours from five to seven. I just always laugh when the word sex comes up on the Home Improvement Show. I just always laugh. <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't fit. You just never know what's going to come out of no, this you mouth. Don't. No, you, you just don't, don't know. <laughs> Male-female connectors, that's all there is to it. Connectors. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea who it is. That's right. All right, anyway, all right, so let's get back talking about some of these other bad habits because one of them, from what I can see, was yeah. uh, over, over cleaning your sink. Oh, Scratching yeah. so it has those spots in it. I see that all the time. They just scrub, 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 whether it's metal, uh, <clears throat> regular, you know, whether it's um, your regular, you know, iron with coating sink yeah. or a uh, Corian. Yesterday I saw a Corian one where one edge, it looked like they'd used like a saw or something and just... Cut away the edge of the Corian. Well, I, it was amazing. Uh, that stuff's tough. I know. You know, but one of the things talking about old versus new. Okay, talking about things happening in sinks and people abusing sinks in a lot of different ways. You know, you don't have to beat your sink to get it abused. Okay, I saw this lady doing this yesterday. Okay, she took her sink. Guess what she was doing? When's the last time you heard or heard of anybody tie dyeing a T-shirt? No. In her sink. Yes, in the sink. That's acid. I, I, Dan, I swear, I saw it. That's, okay, that's, and wait a minute. And then I'm like thinking, of, 60s I'm like, know. and she's got a, she's got a, um, you know, an apron on, and I'm like, wondering what she's doing over there. And as I'm walking by, I'm looking, and she's got, I can see the t-shirt with just like a, a colors all over it, and she was doing it right in the sink. And of course, I knew after what stupid me, she was dyeing it to match her pants. 
<laughs> and I hope I hope she was wearing gloves. You know, they were in the sink. I don't know, but I yeah, I agree with you. I hope she was because I That's mean she tough. had to. That stuff would would stain your hands. You'd never get it off. She'd be in the emergency room. You know, and it's all just, those t- tie dye shirts look the same. Go buy one. Yeah, really. You just buy one. I, yeah, I mean, well, well, you know, it's it's like what's that old song? Too much time on my hands. Yeah. You know, <laughs> who did that? Sticks. Who? Sticks. All there right. See, Blade got that one. That's you right. knew that one. It's not that old either. I no. Don't think. Or maybe it's me. No, no, I don't think it's that old. It's not. Too 80s. much time on my hands. I think, yeah, 80s. Too much time on my hands. Ed, Good, Ed, Steve. Ed Vanderley. Ed Vanderley would have known um, Would have known that. Sure. For, in 1983, Cornerstone. It, I know all of that. Jesus. All that stuff. Look at this guy's like a virtual me. Wikipedia. That's right. Music, <laughs> musical Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. And any era you want to talk about back in the... Uh, <laughs> okay. Paleolithic era. <laughs> all right. We're going to go to break. Back, when we come back, back we've got a couple more things to cover, and then we're going to wrap up the show for the week. So don't you go away. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. Dinosaur train. <laughs> in this high-tech world of Just stock market you trading, you show. need an edge to compete and grow. Here's Gabe Asur about how you can get that edge. It's called the robotic trader. The robotic trader, it's, it's fully automated. It, it starts in the morning at 9.30 for you automatically. It looks at 8,000 equity symbols in 22 seconds. It will execute the buy and the sell automatically. Take your profits, put it in your account, and it shuts itself off at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Do what I did. Get the robotic trader and get your edge today. Call today, 623-271-2638, or find them on the web at roboticreturns.com. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double Wide Network. If you've been thinking of replacing or upgrading those kitchen cabinets or appliances in your home, even though they're still in good shape, then I have a solution for you. Stardust Building Supplies is a 501c3 organization recycling such things as kitchen cabinets, toilets, doors, windows, tubs, and more. Remember, one man's trash is another woman's treasure. They have three convenient valley locations. 51st Avenue and Northern in Phoenix, Alma School and Broadway in Mesa, and 40th Street and Thunderbird in Phoenix. Net profits from Stardust stores support their Angels on Call program, which provides free home repairs to qualified low-income homeowners in the Phoenix metro area. Last year, Angels on Call helped over 100 homeowners with their necessary home repairs. Let's do our part for the green movement. Give Stardust Building Supplies a call today. 480-668-0566 or visit them on the web at stardustbuilding.org. Everyone enjoys a fireplace during the winter, but safety has to be a priority. I'm Danny Lifter with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about keeping your fireplace or wood stove properly maintained this winter right after this. 
Visit todayshomeowner.com now and enter the Win Danny and His Crew contest brought to you by Leviton. You could win a visit from Danny and the gang. They'll spend the day helping you take care of those pesky repair and maintenance chores that keep piling up, and you'll have a starring role in a special episode of the Today's Homeowner TV show. Enter now at todayshomeowner.com slash winddanny. No purchase necessary. Open to legal residents of the United States 21 years of age or older. Void war prohibited. Promotion ends 2-14-16. For official rules and complete details, visit todayshomeowner.com slash rules. If enjoying the warm glow of your fireplace or wood stove plays heavily in your winter plans, a visit from a chimney sweep probably should too. If you didn't get it inspected before the heating season started, then do it now. The greatest concern is creosote, which is a byproduct of burning wood. It builds up in the chimney or flue and it poses two different problems. First, this pasty black substance is not only flammable, it can be explosive. Second, besides the threat of a fire or explosion, a creosote-clogged chimney or flue can fill your home with carbon monoxide. And while this gas is both odorless and invisible, it's also very deadly. So, enjoy the fireplace, but prevent those potentially dangerous situations by having your chimney or flue cleaned today. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm John Weisbart, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you are tuned in to Image Home Improvement Live right here. And uh, one of the things that we also want to talk about, you know, uh, Dan, we were talking about old and new technologies along with the eight bad habits that we're going to get back to here in a second. But one thing that I want to bring up that we talked about, uh, mentioned during uh, going to break in the first hour was, you know, one of the first calculators where when the remember when the calculators first Texas came out, Instruments came Texas out with Instrument the came out with a calculator, and then the big thing with the teaching with the teachers were that they didn't want to allow anybody in school with a calculator because it took away from their mental uh, calculations of doing it with a slide rule. Not not even with a slide rule before the slide rules even came out. You used to be able to go back in there, and you can't have you can't have. A calculator or a slide rope because well, they, they wouldn't have anything gonna, to teach. Gonna, but they're going to teach you how to do it in your head. Well, you know, like nine times nine is 81. When I went through school, the slide rule was before, but by the time you got to third and fourth grade, you had slide rule classes to be able to use that sucker. Yeah. I mean, I had a slide rule when I went to college. I mean, it's like, but. Did you, you know, have it in your top breast pocket? Uh, no, it's way too big. It's almost a foot long. No, oh, it was is like it? a okay. foot long. See? <laughs> okay, I hate that it. was even a pre-blade. Yeah, oh, yeah. it was. <laughs> That's right. I know nothing it's, about it's no... It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. See, but see, Steve had an abacus. A what? <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, what was the old technology click, click, on click, the abacus like? Click, 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 click. <laughs> Did they have them in different colors? And then... <laughs> Steve, they was... were black and white. Yeah, well, they were. Right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, you know, one thing what we would be amiss if we didn't talk mention, okay, are you thinking about old technology, new technology, and some of the things that used to be uh, with us during, you know, 20, 30, 50 years ago? Okay. What about the mayor? 
What was the mayor doing like 30, 40, 50 years ago? Same thing we were doing. He was on Abacus 2 Telegraph just like the rest of us. He's no better than, <laughs> he's no be, he's no, he's no better than us. He was talking around saying, you know, when I get in the 80s, I want to have the, I want to have the number one rock show in the country. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. So, yeah, those things happen. But, you know, it's like living your dream. That's what you got to right. do. You got to live your dream. If you don't live it, you won't be true to yourself. And then, you know, if you don't go for it, down the road, you get you get you get to be you know really old, like way past where Dan and I and Blade are at. Yes, and you'll be kicking yourself in the butt. Why didn't so I? Why didn't I do yeah. it? Woulda, shoulda, coulda. Yeah, woulda, shoulda, coulda. That that doesn't work in my book. No, nope. nope. just go do it. Just go. Yeah, that's right. And we used to and say that. that and that's, wasn't that and Ronald Reagan's wife said, "Just do it." Well, I don't know about what. Oh she no, was she said, "Just don't." No, just just say no. Just say no. That's, that's right. Go. That's just right. say no. <laughs> I was always just. I was something like that. I, I was always just say yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> come that's here, how baby. I was raised. Dan, yeah, come here, baby. Just Dan, say yes. Yeah. Dan, it's after nine thirty. But you better you know, shut him down, will you? <laughs> what are we gonna do with him? All right. So anyway, but some right. of the things that we used to have that we thought we were really high tech in our homes. Yes. Remember those countertop blenders? Oh Bro. yeah. Where you had that little motor that had the cover oh, that was on it. Ma- ma- made in the put- countertop. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We actually did believe. Check this out, but we actually went and looked at a home in North Scottsdale about a year ago, and everything was oak. Okay, mm. everything, cabinets, everything, not just in the kitchen. Everywhere there's oak railings, oak cabinets. I mean, it just that was the big thing back in the rage back in the day, and it had. The blender, like you said, Dan, in the cabinet, it had a can opener that was recessed in the wall so that you could actually open cans. And it's just like, that was the thing. Did it have the everything appliance? Was, did it have the appliance garage too? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. With the little door. Goes yes. Up just like, like your, just door? like the bread, like the bread closet. Oh my God. On there. Yeah. I mean, it had all of this and it just like, the problem was that the homeowner didn't want to sell or they didn't want to remodel the house, and he was trying to sell it. Now, think about this. It went through three realtors before it got to the guy that I was talking to before we went to look at it, and we gave him a quote to kind of update it and, and make it look a little more presentable. But the problem was that it had been through three realtors, and there had been so many people through that the real estate uh, people knew exactly what the home was about, that – it had gone through so many people that they couldn't do anything about it. They couldn't do any. I mean, they wouldn't even bring people to go look at it because wow. they knew how old it was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, these this old technology back in the day, it, it had its place because they thought, oh, yeah, we'll just conceal everything and it, it won't. The countertop won't be cluttered, but it didn't go over as well as it should have. You know, where people turned around and said that they should actually uh have these things in the counter. I mean, I, even growing up, I mean, maybe my house was built. Well, I should say the house I built, yeah, it was built in the 50s. So it didn't even have that. And this was like, I think, late 60s, early, mid-70s, you right? You didn't have the push buttons on the counter for it, too? No. <laughs> oh, my God. That's almost like the push button. It's on the stove. How about, all right, all right, we'll see how, how <laughs> Blade, what kind of cars had push button uh, transmissions. Plymouth. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. 1963. And if it was cold out, you'd push that button. 
Skrump. <laughs> Whatever happened with that? Why didn't that work? That it sounds did, like a good you plan. Know, you know why? The transmission fault. <laughs> no, it's just because people pe- think about this, okay? Boom, boom, You're boom, sitting boom. there, okay? And I, you, and I remember, um, what was it? It, it was a uh, 62 Rambler Classic oh my that, my, that my yeah. dad had for my mom, okay? <laughs> that actually had... A rambler, a rambler. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. My brother had one in yeah. high school. Oh, we were we were big AMC. Oh people. yeah, so, same yeah, I mean, here. For the most people, have you heard me talk about my 1970 Javelin? Yeah, you know, that was just. <laughs> I wish I still had that car. Oh my god! But no, seriously, you used to sit at a traffic light. Why did it go bad? Okay, think about this, Blade. You're sitting in a traffic light, and you're going to go try and beat this guy off the line. Okay, and this guy's got a four-speed, and you got a push-button '62 Rambler Classic. Okay, what do you think? What do you think's gonna be better? What's gonna give you a better feeling? Popping that clutch or hitting that button? Yeah. <laughs> I it's think that simple, isn't it? it it's that isn't easy. It? It's yeah. like all about the feel of it, you know. So I mean, and those transmissions were sludge. They were like didn't clunk. It didn't go over well. And yeah, my, my dad had one too. Um, before we got that, we had one in the 57 um, Plymouth Fury. Uh-huh. We had we had the same thing. So it's like those are the old, some of that older oh, technology yeah. that used to, that they were trying to upgrade, but it, it never took. So obviously it had, it's about the, the masses, what appeals to them. And then the buttons wouldn't light up. I remember that at nighttime. The buttons for the tranny. Oh wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't light up. Yeah, you're like okay. So you couldn't see what gear. <laughs> yeah, you could see what gear you're in. Yeah, you yeah. had to have unless you turn the courtesy light on. You'd have wow. to see the light on. Yeah. All right. Listen, before we get too involved, enough with the cars already. But let's get back to home improvement. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, all right. So we talked about the cans. We talked about the sink. You know, the other one thing too is a bad habit that you've got to watch out for, and this happens. You know through the course of probably time where planting trees and you know near driveways or walkways are a bad idea because you never think you know if you're an individual it may look good now but give it an idea of what it's going to look like in 20 30 years now if you're planning on staying in the house you know for for the rest of your life then that's one thing you got to consider because we did, had a home not too long ago that actually they, the new owners moved in, and he discovered that there was a water leak out in the yard. We, and then, so what we did was we had a, and it was near a big tree. So picture this. Near the sidewalk, you've got the shutoff for the water. From there, going into the house, you've got a line running over to this spigot that comes up on the side of your house. Maybe about eight feet from the shutoff at the street, there's a break in the line, and there's a big tree there. So what do you think happened? The tree got so big and overtook the whole area and actually broke the line to where it was leaking underground. Looks like that one we had to had, didn't have too long ago. that We had to take the infrared out and find out which section of the line that was the one. it went after. That was the one. So you've got to be careful. And plus, not to mention, if it was near concrete, it's going to buckle it's your good yeah. buckle of concrete. But they're it, so cute when they're small, Steve. Well, you know, th- you know, that's all I could say. Because my dad did that. Actually, we had a tree in the backyard. We made a new driveway on the back side of the house, and he so that because we this way we can have a car in the back and a car in the driveway in the front of the house. And there was a small tree there. Sure enough, by the time 
I was ready to strike out on my own when I was, you know, uh, 19, 20, 21, somewhere in there. I don't with remember. With your bell bottoms on. With my bell. No. <laughs> but that yeah. was coming. Yeah. But that was coming. Um, the point was the fact that it got to that point. It, the, the the concrete just started to buckle. And, and it just kind of can't. The, the uh, roots raised everything up. Yeah. So it got to be it got to be a little bit um, hairy. So you got to be careful. You got to be careful. And then um, again, fertilizing too much. Dan doesn't have to worry about that because he's got artificial, artificial grass. grass. That's true. But that could be that could be bad too because then you get into areas where you know um, fertilizing you know could spur more weeds to grow. And then you're obviously going to have more issues to deal with, with you know, if you have a gardener or the neighbors, a wall that the the weeds are growing through the wall into your area because the neighbor doesn't take care of his area. Yeah, and that's when you start. Hey, spraying. how does the artificial grass uh, go with doggy pee? You just wash it off. Yeah, well, you don't have to do that with real grass. Okay, now where were you dancing? See, that's the thing. Where were you teeth? <laughs> You know, because I got to do, you know, no, no. I'm not wiping off no dog pee. No, you don't have to wipe it off. You just no, you take just take the off. hose and you just rinse. Oh, you spray it off. Well, yeah, you spray it off. They actually make, they actually make the grass now so that, that it's dog friendly, so That's to speak, right. where all of that will just wash down and go in, and absorb into the ground. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, the dog unfriendly version, it throws it back at the dog. <laughs> well, we don't want that either. I love my doggy. I never saw Dan. What kind of grass do you have? <laughs> have you seen his grass? Cat, yes, cat, I've seen his grass. It's cat grass, and it's not the kind. It's not the kind that you could buy at the at the store for oh, medical no. purposes either. No, it's the nice stuff. No, it's the. See, he always says that. What do you always? How come I? Get, he always says that. I got to read into that. <laughs> all right, nice stuff. All right, listen. We want to thank all of you for listening today. You know, we had a lot of fun on the show today but also we had a little bit of nostalgic trying to give you an idea of where we came from to where we're going with home technology and we've got some great guests coming on the show next week so make sure don't judge this show by one show (laughs) (laughs) what's that sean hannity says you got to listen to oh no that's right she says you got to listen to at least like six shows yeah before you make a judgment so that's That's right. right all right we want to make sure we're not going anywhere. We'll be right back here next week with Dan Blade and the whole crew right here on Image Home Improvement Live. But don't forget, if you ever, ever thought about not listening to this program, resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. You're a great American. I love you.